Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Built on the Rock podcast. This week we're talking to you about the time and access you give to the Lord in your life. Mm. So let me ask a question. How many of you want to grow your relationship with God? This is something that I've always desired. I've always wanted, but have never felt like I've achieved it. So today we're talking about things that will break down the mindset that I am not in relationship with God, that I do not hear from him, because those are things that are lies of the enemy. So we're going to break down these walls that prevent us from walking in fullness with him. Yeah, that's really good. So talking today about time and access, is what, that's basically what we're titling today's message is time and access and the time you give to God and the access you give to him. And like you said, hearing from him and walking with him and being in relationship with him. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we understand how to develop our relationship with the Lord because sometimes there's a lot of different areas that could go. So, you know, sometimes we have this mindset of, well, the Lord is just something I do when I go to church. Or sometimes we have an idea of, well, the Lord doesn't really care to talk to me. You know, he doesn't have time to talk to me. Well, none of that's true. Or... I pursue the Lord when I need something. Yeah, instead of living a lifestyle of being in a relationship with Him. Yeah. And so just think about it this way. So what would you do if I said, oh, I'm only going to go talk to you on a, on one day a week. Just one day a week, I'm going to talk to you. Maybe two days a week, maybe, if I'm feeling generous. I'll, I'll talk to you. All the rest of the time, I'm not talking to you. You can, you know, what would you do? Well, we probably wouldn't be married. Exactly. We wouldn't have much of a relationship, would we? No. It really wouldn't be much of a relationship. And it's the same way with our father as it is with our spouse that or any relationship that you have, that relationship takes time and access. It takes spending time with yeah. them. It takes communication between. It takes listening. It takes purposefully. You have to purposefully be intent on what the other person is saying, what the other person is doing, and spending time with that person in order to develop a relationship. And that's especially true with our Heavenly Father because He's given us so much of Himself in His Word and in His Spirit that we have access to Him you know, all the time, 24-7. It's not just, you don't have to go to a church building to have access to God. You know, we are, once you, once you are born again, once you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are in the body of Christ. Yeah. And so we are the church and no matter where we're at. And so we have access to talk to God no matter where we're at. We have access to spend time with him no matter where we're at, to pray to him no matter where we're at, no matter what we're going through. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about today. That's what we want to get into. And we want to learn how to develop our relationship with him. Yeah. And how you feel about your relationship with him does not necessarily change the stance of your relationship with him. Yeah. The covenant that you've entered into just because you don't feel like you're in covenant or like you're in close relationship does not change the fact that he has entered covenant with you and he does not leave that, that covenant. Yeah, exactly. Your feelings don't have anything to do with the truth of the covenant and the, yeah. or the truth period. Your feelings don't change the truth. And matter of fact, facts don't change the truth because here's the thing. Truth is unmovable. Jesus is the truth. His word yeah. is the truth. He is unmovable. Facts change day to day and feelings will change multiple times a day throughout the day all the time. But the truth stays the same. And that's why we want to know the truth and be in relationship with the truth. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about. So let's get into it. 
we're going to talk about or go to our first scripture here. It's in John five nineteen in the Passion Translation because I wanted to look at Jesus and the way he had his relationship with the Father because it's, it's he's our example. He is the best example we can look at. And so while he was on the earth and his ministry on the earth, this is what he was saying right here in uh, John five nineteen in the Passion Translation. It says, So Jesus said, I speak to you eternal truth. The Son is unable to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the Father doing, for the Son does the same works as his Father. Now, I think this is a really interesting scripture because here's Jesus, and you know we're, he's our Savior. He's the one who, he's our, he's our example, just like I talked about before. He's the perfect example. And he's saying... In this scripture, that I don't do anything other than what the Father does. I don't. I don't live my life based on anything else other than what the Father does, and so that shows me that he had to have a very solid relationship with the Father in order to hear from Him consistently every day, day in and day out, to be able to do the things the Father wanted Him to do. And that's exactly the same thing that we need to do. That's how we need to live our lives. So, you know, I kind of touched on this in the intro, but. Jesus is not just something we add to our lives. Right. When we accept him, when we are born again, he is our life. And everything else that we do, we do in him and through him. And that's the way we're supposed to live our lives as a born again believer, as a child of God. It's not about, um, well, I go to church on Sunday and Wednesday night sometimes, or, or, you know, especially on the holidays like Resurrection Sunday and Christmas and things, I go to church. Those are all good things to go to church. It's good. It's a great thing to go to church and to be with like-minded believers and to develop that, you know, relationships with them as well. But that's not what being a born-again believer is all about. That's not the only thing it's about. It's about having a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And Jesus shows this here. He says, I don't do anything. He said, I only do the works I see the Father doing, for the Son does the same works as his Father. Well, when we're born again, we become his children. We become God's children, and so we are to act like Jesus acts. And so that's the point I'm trying to get to right here, is it's not something you just add to your life. It changes your life. It, cha- it becomes a lifestyle, not something you just step into when you need something, like you talked about earlier, but something that you live in day in and day out, a relationship with the Father. And let's see what Jesus said here in Mark 1, 35, in the Passion Translation. It says, The next morning Jesus got up long before daylight, left the house while it was dark, and made his way to a secluded place to give himself to prayer. And then again in Matthew fourteen twenty three, also in the Passion Translation, it says, After the crowds dispersed, Jesus went up into the hills to pray. And as night fell, he was there praying alone. So notice this in these two spots, these two verses, and there's multiple other verses in the Gospels that talk about this, but I just pulled these two out, and it says that Jesus was always, or it shows us that Jesus was always pulling away from the crowd. He was always pulling away by himself to spend time with the Father, to pray and be in prayer and spend time with the Father. If he was doing that all the time, don't you think it's important for us to do that? Yeah. I mean, that's where he got instruction, where he got filled up, where he got everything he needed to be able to live the full life that he lived and bring change to the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, if you look at it here, he Jesus was giving access. He gave complete access to the Father because he mm-hmm. said, I don't do anything other than what the Father is showing me to do. 
And so he's given complete access to the Father to say, my life is yours. You use me how you want to use me. You show me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. I'll walk it out. And in the same way, we need to give the Lord our access to our life, our complete access. And that's kind of the next thing I want to talk about here is that sometimes it's easy for us to give access to the Lord in some areas of our lives, like a little bit of access here or like, you know, I want to give the Lord access enough in my life to save me, you know, to give me salvation so I don't have to, you know, spend eternity in hell. I can spend eternity with him. But I don't want to give him access when it comes to my favorite TV show. And he tells me, uh, well, why don't you skip watching that right now and come spend some time with me? But I, no, I don't want to give him access there. I don't want to give him, or, or, or it could be something even more serious like, well, I've been hurt in the past by people and he's asking me to forgive those people. But no, I don't want to give him access there because it still hurts too much to yeah. let that go. So I wouldn't, I say for myself that I desire the Lord and I would say that and any point in time that I want his fullness. But then when he comes and he asks for individual time, or he might pull me away for a time, pull me away from something that maybe I'm doing, like watching TV, or I'm wanting to spend time with somebody else, whatever it is. But when I feel that pull, sometimes the thought that comes is, no, Lord, I I don't want to do that because I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And so then that's kind of what you're talking about is how you're not giving him full access when he's pulling on you. And one thing that you've got to recognize with that is it's not something that when you're, when you're preferring the things of the world over the Lord, yeah, then it's only because that you have not received his full healing. Yeah, because you good. do not understand what he's wanting to pour out on you. So then at that point, you would ask the Lord, Lord, reveal, reveal to me what I need to change and then give me the desire to change. Yeah, that's good. That's does really that good. Sense? Yeah, it does. And it's, it's, it's kind of what he talks about, in, what Paul talks about in Ephesians. I just thought about this, what he talks about in Ephesians when he says, open the eyes of my understanding. Yeah. And that's a good prayer to pray, to open the eyes of our understanding, to see the greatness of what he's provided for us in Jesus. And so when we see that, then we're like, oh yeah, I'll give you access because I know that what you're bringing in here, what you're pulling out and what you're putting in is beneficial for me. You want the best for me. Right. And that's what he's doing. That's what you're saying. That's what he's doing. I think that's awesome. So let's look at our next scripture. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 7 in the Amplified Classic. It says, Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. And I really like this scripture here in Proverbs, and I think we've used it quite a bit on the podcast because there's so much you can pull from it. But in verse 6 there, he says, In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. And I love how he says, In all your ways. Because to me, that just shows, okay, in every area of my life, I need to let the let the Lord be Lord. You know, I call him Lord. I need to let him be Lord in every area of my life. I need to let my father speak into my life and and take things out that don't need to be there and put things in that do need to be there because that's how I'm going to grow and to be more like him, to look more like him. And that's part of having our relationship with the father is giving him that access to every area of your life. It's not just, you know, something I was thinking about earlier. Spending time with the Lord is not just 30 minutes of my day. 
That's not what it is. It's not just a 30-minute chunk of my day. And it's like, okay, well, I got that done. Now I can go about the rest of my day. I can go to work or I can go grocery shopping or whatever I got to do that day. That's not what it is. It's a 24-7 living with him relationship. And here's the thing. Like, yes, I do spend time, like a dedicated time with him. Generally, when I get up in the morning is when I like to spend time with the Lord. I'll read and I'll pray and I'll do different things. But that doesn't mean that I don't talk to him the rest of the day. You know, I'm going throughout my day. I may have five minutes here where I'm by myself and I can say, hey, Lord, I just, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. I thank you for this or whatever it is. Or I can, you know, I might have 10 minutes over here where I'm driving to work and I can say, hey, you know, I can spend time worshiping him and thanking him for his goodness. And, you know, I can ask him, hey, Lord, is there anything you want me to, you know, anyone you want me to speak to today, anyone you want me to pray for specifically today, any of those things, it's a relationship, it's communication back and forth, and it's an all-day, everyday thing. And that's what it's like. That's what it looks like to be open and give the Lord access to your life. Yeah. And so I want to get into this next verse here. It's Proverbs four twenty through 22 in the Passion Translation. It says, Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. And pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. And so I think this scripture is really important. I really like the scripture. If you look at verse 20 there, it says, listen carefully. So that means that we're listening to the Father all the time. We're hearing what he has to say. We're, we're open and ready to receive what he has to say. And then in verse 21, it says, fill your thoughts with my words. Well, how do you fill your thoughts with his words? You get in his word. You get in his word. That's exactly it. You have to spend time on his word and spend time with him. And as you do, it's almost like you're giving yourself ammunition because you're reading the you're reading his word and you're getting it down on the inside of you. And then when thoughts come up that you don't want to have or that don't need to be there, you can take those things captive and you can replace them with his word and you can dwell right. on his word and dwell on the good things of his word because his word is powerful. Right. And you can get in his word all the time. So the more time that I might say I'm replacing TV time with word time that I call it my free time. The time that I'm not focused on a task that I need to do is the time that I could be spending that free time that I could be spending reading his word. Let me fill up a little bit more. Let me fill up a little bit more. It could be one verse. It could be a whole chapter. It can be, you know, whatever, but I'm filling up on his word. When I get the opportunities, I'm filling up on his word. Yeah. And let me tell you this, it's never wasted time to spend time with the father. It's never wasted time to spend time praying to him or spend time in his word. Never, ever, ever. And so it's important for us to know God's or to get into God's word daily because it, corrects us it shows us things that need to be removed and it puts things in there that need to be put yeah, in there plant seed. exactly it plants seed and so like in second timothy three sixteen and 17 it talks about that and it says that god has transmitted his very substance into every scripture i mean man think about that he's transmitted his very substance into every scripture for it is god breathed it will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the paths of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. That's a powerful scripture. I really like this scripture because it shows you the importance of getting into the word of God and spending time with him and how that word came from God and it carries him within in the word carries God. And carries the power of God. And I think that's why it's so important for us to spend time in His Word and to keep that down on the inside of us. Yeah. 
So hearing the voice of the Lord, knowing his voice, that's the next thing we want to get into here is hearing the voice of the Lord and knowing his voice. In John 10, 27 through 30, do you want to read that? Sure. John 10, 27 through 30, the Passion Translation. My own sheep will hear my voice and I know each one. They will follow me. I give to them the gift of eternal life, and they will never be lost, and no one has the power to snatch them out of my hands. My Father, who has given them to me as a gift, is the mightiest of all, and no one has the power to snatch them from my Father's care. The Father and I are one. So this is Jesus talking here, and he says, My sheep will hear my voice, and I know each one. They will follow me. I think that's really awesome because when you enter into a relationship with the Father, when you become born again and you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He's your shepherd. Yeah. He's from that point forward, He's your shepherd and you will know His voice. Well, here's one way you can know His voice. Look and see what He says in the Word. Jesus is the Word made flesh. And so this Word, whatever this Word says, is the character of Jesus. That's His character. That's who He is. And so the more time you spend with him, the more time you spend in his word, the more time you spend in prayer, you will hear his voice and you will know his voice. It says, my sheep will know his voice. Well, let me tell you, sheep spend a lot of time with their shepherd and they get to know their shepherd and they know who their shepherd is. And that's why Jesus used this example, because a sheep will not listen to someone else that they don't know. They'll only listen to their shepherd. And that's what he's saying here, that we are his sheep and we will listen to him, we'll know his voice and we'll follow him. And so he says here in John 15, 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. This is Jesus talking to us again. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so I think that's so important. He's saying here that everything we do needs to be in him. Just like he said about him and the Father, that everything he did, he did what the Father showed him to do. In the same way, everything we do, as we're listening to the Father and as we have a relationship with the Father, we're doing it in Jesus because he is our salvation. He is the one that you know brings us to God. He's the bridge that brought us from where we were to God. And so everything we do is in him. Mm. And you know he is the vine. He is, and we are engrafted into him. And that's, that's how we you know, receive strength. That's how we receive the things from God that we need. He, Jesus is our source. And we talked about that on a previous podcast, that he is our source. And that's how we begin to produce godly fruit in our lives is through him and spending time with him and knowing his voice. You know God's voice by spending time with him, by getting in his word, by talking to him and listening. And here's the thing, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, he will begin to lead you and guide you in in little things and show you things and talk to you. And you'll you'll get more and more understanding of who he is in his voice as you begin to spend more and more time with him and spend time in his word. I think it's really important here we want to talk about getting rid of distractions. And we kind of hit on this earlier with the whole TV thing, but distractions can be more than just TV. It can be a lot of different things because a lot of times distractions like to come in and cloud or muddy everything up. And it makes it more difficult to hear the Lord when you're thinking about everything else. It makes it more difficult to focus in on what God is saying and listening to him when you're hearing all these voices from the world or you're hearing all these things. And so it's important that we set aside the distractions. And that can be spending too much time watching TV. It can be worrying about something or or it can be, you know, getting keeping busy with things that are good, 
like getting work done or getting things done, that can get in the way too. Because if the Lord's saying, hey, I want you to set that down right now and come spend time with me, it's time to set that down and go spend yeah. time with him. So what what you're talking about is listening to the pull. Exactly. Because when he's pulling, he's ready to pour out on you. Exactly. So. Because, I mean, if you think about this, if you, there's a lot of good things we do. You know, there's things in ministry. There's things just in our day-to-day lives. Like, say, for instance, keeping the house clean. That's a good thing. I'm not saying you need to live in a dirty house. But there could be times where you're vacuuming or you're doing the dishes and the Lord says, hey, I want you to set that down for right now and come spend some time with me. And you can't say, oh, Lord, let's let me get this done first and then I'll spend time with you. No. If he's pulling there's always on something you. something else exactly, that comes up exactly. that keeps distracting. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is you need to set that down for right now and go spend time with him because he's pulling on you right then. There's an important, there's a reason he's pulling on you right then. It's important to listen and to go spend time with him. You can get the dishes done later. Trust me. You can get the vacuuming done later, but you need to make time to sp- or spend time with the Lord whenever he's pulling on you, whenever he's drawing you in, make sure that you set the distractions aside, whatever they are. And spend time, spend that time with him. Let's look at this story here in Luke 10, 38 and 42. It says, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. But Martha became exasperated with finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? You should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this privilege from her. Wow. There's a lot of good things in that. I was really pulled on the part when it says, Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. And we talked about how sometimes we make the decision to stay doing whatever the distraction is, because we're not receiving the revelation. And so Martha stayed busy, uh, becoming exasperated, doing all these numerous things. And she says, isn't that unfair? And he says, my desire is not that you would work yourself, run yourself to do these things. My desire is that you would recognize me and receive from me. Yeah, that's really good. So he says, that thing's not important right now. Sometimes yeah. that thing is important. Yeah, exactly. Those are, It wasn't a bad thing that she was cleaning. It was just that there was an opportunity in front of her to spend time with Jesus and to receive those revelations he was giving. Yeah. And that was the time to do that, not the time to clean. And so it's just kind of the same thing in our day-to-day lives. There's times where we're, we have a checklist. We've got things we need to get done, and I get it. Life can be busy. You've got things you got to do. You know, I go look at my calendar. It's full of things that I need to get done, full of things that I need to do. But that's not going to keep me from spending time with my father and spending time listening to him and having that relationship with him because I'm not going to be able to get all that stuff done without him. I need to be in that relationship with him in order to be able to fulfill the things that he has placed on my life to do. And, and that's the thing for you out there that are listening. When you 
take priority of, or when you put him in the you know first position in priority over everything else, he will help you accomplish everything in your life. Right. He'll give you instruction. So then as you go throughout your day, you say, well, here's my list of tasks that I need to get done. And he will instruct you on what to do, when to do it, how to do it. So then your life then becomes easy and completing the list becomes easy. Yeah. Because why? You're receiving from him. What are the important things for today, Lord? Yeah, that's really good. And so that's the main point that we really wanted to get to today is that it's important that you spend time with the Father and that you don't let things around you distract you or pull you away from him. And when you begin to spend time with him, you give him that time. You give him the access to your life. And when you do those two things, you will see growth in your life. You'll see spiritual growth. And the thing is, where there's spiritual growth, there will be natural growth. Because when th- when you grow in him in on the inside, then it begins to produce an effect on the outside. Right. Well, the it, Bible even talks about ren- how the word renews your mind yes. and brings health to your whole body. Yeah. It does, and so, it changes things around you. It ch- yeah. It'll change your family. It'll change your friends. It'll change your workplace when you begin to implement these things and give the Lord access to your life. Now, am I saying everything in your life's going to be perfect and no one's ever going to be upset with you or whatever? No, it's not what I'm saying at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that when you come across situations, it's not, oh, how am I going to handle this? It's my God is bigger. My God is bigger. Let me go spend some time with my father and he'll let me know how to handle it. He'll show me what I need to do. He'll give me the direction I need. And that's where we want to be. That's where we want to live our life is, oh, I'm not picking this up and carrying it on my side. It's not on me. Let me go to my father. He's got this. Yeah. And that's kind of where we want to be. So that's where we want to end up today. You know, we've talked about giving him time in your life, giving him access in your, to your life, and spending that time with him. And I just want to stress that one more time. Spend time with the Father. Don't let things pull you away from him when he's wanting to spend time with you. Build your relationship with him. So you had anything else? Yeah, I would just pray over the people that the Lord would give them direction and guide their steps throughout their day that he would pull on them and that they would hear and receive from him. That's really good. I think that's all we have time for for today. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. But we want to remind y'all that in Jesus, we are built on the rock.